Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Glad you're with us here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. You're listening to Canny and Carlin, Courtney Cronin, Aaron Goldhammer, sitting in for the guys on this Wednesday afternoon, as always presented by Progressive Insurance. You can tweet to us, my handle at Courtney R. Cronin's, Aaron's at Hammer Nation 19. You can also hit us up on the phones, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. And Aaron, for the quiet part of the offseason that is the stretch between the Super Bowl and the NFL Scouting Combine, which begins next Tuesday. It hasn't been quiet in the land of quarterbacks and contract extensions and who's going where and what Aaron Rodgers is doing. Last week, we hear a report out of Green Bay that the Packers are, quote, disgusted with Aaron Rodgers. They want nothing to do with him anymore. They are ready to ship him to the Jets, to the Raiders, to Timbuktu if they have to. They're just done with this charade. And then we hear this from ESPN NFL analyst Jeff Darlington on Get Up. It's a conversation I had with a very important Green Bay Packers source who quite honestly believes that Aaron Rodgers will be back with the Packers and that all of this is being overhyped. He looks at the contract that Aaron Rodgers signed last year, the commitment that he gave to the team, and believes that at the end of the day, Aaron Rodgers will be back with the Packers. We have yet to hear from Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Goldhammer, because he's still either in the darkness retreat, maybe coming out of it, but right. two very are, are conflicting you asking me to speak on there. behalf of the Aaron's? You know, I, 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 I think you're qualified. Um, that's why I, I, you know, I did that verbal fronting right there just to make sure that you knew I was talking about you and not Aaron Rodgers. But gotcha. what Jeff Darlington says there sounds like there actually is hope of a reconciliation. If I you want to even call it I that. I don't know, Courtney. I first of all, I feel kind of like the rest of the sports loving culture, which is kind of like wake me up when Aaron Rodgers has some news and otherwise just please leave me alone. So there's a little bit of that. I also wonder leverage is important for the Packers, I think, because if they are going to trade him, There are going to be a couple of suitors, maybe, but there might only be one place that Aaron Rodgers says he wants to go, and then they're sort of boxed into trading him to that team. So I guess there might be a value. I mean, you might be better to answer this question than than I am, but is there a value in clouding the narrative, if you're the Packers, around whether Aaron Rodgers is going to be staying or going. Would you like the rest of the league guessing about that? Like, could that help you in terms of return in a trade? It certainly helps keep the NFL relevant, but when is it not? Because on February 22nd, we're pontificating about the potential options and whether he goes or whether he stays. I don't know what it does for the Green Bay Packers, though. Like, in terms of a, from a leverage standpoint, 
if he stays, they're still on the hook for paying him all that money when they structured that very complicated extension they gave him last year. Like he has 58 million reasons to want to stay in Green Bay for the 2023 season. Well, so well then, I don't well think then, it well, hurts what, them. What about at all. this? What about this? Let me throw another hypothesis at you. And by the way, Jeff is going to join us coming up in like 24 minutes, so we can press him on all of these issues, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what about the idea that? The Packers are a little bit image conscious with how this whole thing is going to go over. They know that Aaron is a very divisive personality now in Wisconsin, and they want to at least give off the impression that they are trying to bring Aaron Rodgers back. They don't want it to look like they're the ones running him out of town. What do you make of that? it's the good guy, bad guy argument that like, look, he put us through all of this stuff. He held us hostage during the 2021 off season. We had to give him this big contract to keep him happy. And look what happened. Like we tried our best, but the divorce was inevitable. That's what I think that does for the green Bay Packers. But in the end, you still have a couple weeks where the direction of your franchise can change pretty drastically. So all the conjecture, all of the potential finger pointing behind the scenes and like, do we want him? Do we not want him? All of that's null and void. If you can't figure out, hey, he's committed to us for the 2023 season or he's going to give us a nice return in exchange for sending him to the Jets or to the Raiders. Let let me ask you a couple of the things on this. Uh, Courtney, if you pulled the Packers locker room, do you think they're rooting for him to come back or to go away? I think the older players are rooting for him to come back. Granted, some of these older players might not be on the roster in a few weeks because the Packers still have to get under the salary cap. There are some aging veterans who might not be part of this group next year. I'm thinking of David Bakhtiari as the Fair first enough. one. Fair the young enough. players, though, playing with a future Hall of Famer, I don't think anybody would not want to do that. But Given the reports that came out of Green Bay last year, and you think about all of the hoops that he makes these younger receivers jump through to earn his trust, to you uh-huh. know build the build the continuity with him on the field, I don't think that some would mind moving on to Jordan Love and maybe getting to do things their way from somebody who has done things his way for you yeah. know the better part of you know two plus decades in Green Bay. So do you think it's fifty fifty, or do you think it's I mean more young I'll players 60, want him out? Sixty forty go? No, I say sixty forty. They Stay? want players wanting him there. Okay. 60, what 40. about what about if you polled the state of Wisconsin? Do you think most Packer fans would want him to stay or do you think most Packer fans are done with him? Because I think two years ago on draft day, when Adam Schefter dropped the bomb that Aaron was thinking about getting Mm -hmm. out and wanted a trade and really all the drama with Rodgers started. Okay. yes. At that point, I think Packer fans were desperate to try to get their MVP quarterback back. But after a subpar season that fell short of the playoffs, I, I just think. Most Packer fans that I talk to, at least, are ready to move on. They're ready to let go. I'll do the inverse of that. I'll uh, say it's 40-60. 40% want him there. 60% are ready for the Packers to move on because fans can see – what's coming down the line. And that's a rebuild for a Green Bay Packers team for 30 years that didn't have a rebuild because they had the best quarterback situation in the NFL bar none because you go from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers with very little drop-off and you have stability. 
if you can see the rebuild in the horizon and say, all right, let's just grin and bear it and get through it, I think those people are the ones saying, Aaron Rodgers, you've been awesome to us. You will always be thought of as a Green Bay Packer, just the way that Brett Favre will always be thought of as a Green Bay Packer and not a Jet or Viking. But it's time for us to move on. And plus, can you imagine like just sitting in a bar in Oconomowoc, Wisconsin, in February, having this conversation year after year at this point of Rogers' career? It's exhausting. Yes. Is he staying? Is he going? It's at some point... Fans get fed up with the charade. Fans get fed up with the player holding the organization in limbo. And that's, you know, that's the player's prerogative. Aaron Rodgers deserved the time this offseason to think about what he's going to do, whether he stays with Green Bay, whether he goes somewhere else. Uh But at some point, you've got to make the decision. You can't drag this out any longer. And I think more fans are just like waiting no matter what the outcome is going to be on the decision that comes down the pipeline so they can get it over with one way or the other. My own perception of the situation, Courtney, changed a little bit Thanksgiving weekend. Do you remember the Sunday night game between the Eagles and the Packers? I do. Where Jordan Love came in off the bench when Rodgers got hurt. Okay. Well, when I saw Love playing and playing well, and I know it was a small sample size. I think he threw a touchdown pass through for like 100 yards or something like a – uh, I got it right here. Six for nine, 113 yards and a TD for Jordan Love that night um, against Philadelphia, the eventual NFC champions. Pretty good defense. I started seeing, OK, well, I mean, is it possible that when they move on that they're going to have a third franchise quarterback to root for for the next 20 years? And if I'm a Packer fan, I'd like to get to that era as soon as possible so that I can start to build a team around Jordan Love. So I think small sample size there, but I think that changed a lot of people's perceptions. If Love had just looked horrible sure. the entire time, then I think people would be grasping to try to hang on to the last little, you know, gasps of the Aaron Rodgers era. You got a glimmer of hope and people love hope because hope gives you something tangible to hold on to and you want to get to it sooner rather than later when you're seeing the inevitable decline of a future Hall of Fame quarterback and knowing that even if Aaron Rodgers comes back and they're good next year, you're not going to have that many more years of him playing at this level. In about 20 minutes, we're going to have ESPN NFL insider Jeff Darlington on with us on Candy and Carlin to break down what he's hearing coming out of Green Bay and other happenings involving the quarterback carousel in the NFL. Candy and Carlin is presented by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path of flexibility and great pay and benefits? Go to Progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. If the New York Jets don't send a private plane full with unlimited cash straight to Derek Carr and say, come join us right now and be our quarterback, they will be making the biggest mistake of the offseason. Well, I think he's going to end up back in Green Bay when it's all said and done. If I am the Jets, I'm not waiting to see if Carr is going to come to me. I'm going to go make the moves to try and get Aaron Rodgers. The number one spot I'm looking at right now is not the Jets, unfortunately. Right now, it's the Raiders. Kenny and Carlin, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, Courtney Cronin, Aaron Goldhammer, in for the guys. Derek Carr went to New Jersey this past weekend to visit with the New York Jets, and apparently everything was great. They had a nice meal. He got to tour the facility, meet with people inside the building. And his brother, David Carr, a longtime NFL quarterback who's now an analyst, said that the visit was, you know, it was great. He's doing his due diligence, but it's going to be a, quote, long 
process. We know that the New Orleans Saints have been bidders for Derek Carr's services, the Jets. There are plenty of other teams, Aaron, that could very well get in on the Derek Carr sweepstakes. But when I hear it's a long process, I'm not shocked by that because, again, it is February 22nd. Free agency does not start for three and a half weeks. And I feel like Derek Carr would be foolish to go ahead and just sign with somebody right now without testing all of the waters out there and checking in with multiple teams to see who's going to be the highest bidder for his services. Sure. This is the first time he's had the opportunity to really, you know, explore the landscape, right? So why rush into a decision? If I'm a quarterback, I don't know. Am I rushing to sign with the New York Jets where they haven't had a franchise QB since 1970? Probably not. But I, I guess I would argue a little bit, Courtney, is it is it a Derek Carr sweepstakes To me, sweepstakes implies that there's some huge lottery prize waiting at the end of it. Like, there's the Victor Wembanyama sweepstakes going on in the NBA for a guy who's 7'5 and can shoot the three. Derek Carr, like, for the there's a sweepstakes for the 14th best quarterback in the NFL. Is that a sweepstakes? I don't think it's a sweepstakes, but there's no... And I know Aaron Rodgers could very well be in this mix. Remember, people, he's still under contract. He is not a free agent quarterback. We can't technically lump him into the Derek Carrs, the Jimmy Garoppolo's, anybody else who was out of contract and looking for their next one for 2023. If he gets on the move, it's because they're trading him. But because of that, because he's not technically a free agent quarterback, That removes him from the sweepstakes argument that we're having right now. Derek Carr, by that logic, then, is the biggest name at the quarterback position. So is it a sweepstakes? I don't know because, frankly, the teams that would be, you know, our favorite phrase in sports, lining up to uh, bid for their services, those quarterbacks are the ones currently under contract trying to figure out if they're staying with their current organization, i.e. Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson. Right. Or if they're going to end up going somewhere else. I mean, look, if Patrick Mahomes was available, that would be a sweepstakes. Oh, you know? my gosh. You and I would be bidding for him to, like, come on Candy and Carlin with us every day. Like, that's, screw that's right. the NFL. Be a full-time broadcaster and forget the rest of your NFL career. We would try to get in on so, that. So I guess I – putting myself in the shoes of a Jet fan, okay? Let's say I'm Mike Greenberg and I host Get Up and Greeny on ESPN Radio, just hypothetically. Um. I'm probably, you know, Derek Carr isn't even my first choice. So there's a whole leverage thing that I think is going on here, which is if you get him to agree with you before free agency starts, you're done. Like your quarterback thing is completed. You have lined somebody up already. You're not going to be the team left holding the bag without a place to sit, trying to get Jacoby Brissett or Marcus Mariota to come be your quarterback, right? Um, On the other hand, you're also out of the mix for the biggest prizes, Lamar Jackson and Aaron Rodgers, if you get Derek Carr to agree. So to me, it's it's all a risk for these teams that are in the quarterback market. Do we want to try to make Carr an offer he can't refuse before March 15th or do we want to wait until after March 15th and risk not having a quarterback left to grab? The Jets aren't in a pickle. 
But they are trying to make sure they don't make the same mistake that happened not too many years ago. In 2018, remember, they were the team that offered Kirk Cousins more money than the Minnesota Vikings, $90 million on a contract, and he ends up signing with Minnesota, and they're left holding on to that proverbial bag. So they don't want to be in that situation I mean, I mean, again, kinda, which, is, you think- which is smart for why they got in on this, if you want to call it a sweepstake, let's just call it a bidding war, because we know that that's what it could end up being coming they get got in on this we're saying we're going to be the first team to have yeah. this visit lined up with them so yeah. we're not behind the eight ball or put ourselves in okay. position where we're not chosen uh, i'll listen to that but do you think in new york there are jet fans saying man if only kirk cousins had picked us the future of our franchise would be completely different. I do. Other, uh, I do you, think you, that there 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 are Jets fans who think that because Kirk Cousins, like him or not, has been a stable option at quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings since 2018. The Jets have cycled through multiple quarterbacks. They got the Vikings leftovers that year with Teddy Bridgewater in camp there for a hot second before they traded him. Yeah. They don't want quarterback futility. They want to be able to be in a spot where they can and say, hey, we have our franchise guy, which is smart to get in on the Derek Carr sweepstakes. If you want to call it that, if you want to call it something else, let us know. Getting in on it right now, doing your due diligence, making sure you exhaust all options so you're not sitting there at the end of the uh-huh. day being like, well, kind of stuck right now. They don't want to be stuck. We're going to hear from Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL reporter. She's close to this Jets situation. She has the latest on the Derek Carr situation with the New York Jets. What are they pitching him on? What about a decision? When can it come? That's coming up later on Candy and Carlin, but next we'll meet up with Jeff Darlington. Talk a little bit more about Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers, Lamar Jackson, the quarterback carousel continuing to spin right here on ESPN Radio in the ESPN app. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This is the Canty and Carlin podcast. Season is on the line on this play. Jared Goff, empty shotgun, takes a step, fires right side, got his man, and that will do it. That's the season, boys and girls. 
think it's going to be important to get through this week, to take my uh, you know my isolation retreat, just to be able to contemplate all things in my future. And What's isolation retreat? We're just going into a cave? It's four nights of complete uh, darkness. It's a darkness retreat. No appearance on the Pat McAfee show yesterday for Aaron Rodgers, his normal Tuesday spot, likely because he's either still in the darkness or maybe coming out of the darkness. Regardless, there is some news that you need to hear about Aaron Rodgers and what might be next for the Green Bay Packers quarterback. You're listening to Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Courtney Cronin, Aaron Goldhammer, filling in for the guys. Pleased to be joined by Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL insider. Jeff, let's start with this Rogers news. I saw you on Get Up this morning, and you said that a source told you that he believes Aaron Rodgers will actually be back in Green Bay. And this comes on the heels of hearing outside reports that maybe there's more friction than we expected between the Packers and Aaron Rodgers. What is the latest about the potential that he ends up staying back there? Yeah, I mean, that is, uh, after having a conversation with somebody in Green Bay who's significant and one of the decision makers, he it did express to me that he believes that Aaron will be back. Um, you know, I hedge that, understanding that there's a lot of factors in play here, more than one man's opinion, uh, albeit an important man. I, I just, I think that Aaron Rodgers himself is such a an interesting guy and a a uh, person who makes unique decisions um, <laughs> that like we kind of do have to wait and see what he thinks. Uh, I would say that I know the Packers are of the opinion that last off season when they did that monster deal, that they felt like they had gone through all this drama and they felt like they committed to Aaron Rodgers in the form of that contract and that Aaron Rodgers in turn committed to them. Um, that being said, I, I don't know what that word means exactly in the NFL. I mean, the contract is such that um, it, it would really burn uh, the Packers if he were to, say, retire because of the cap, the dead money that would be involved. But ultimately, um, all options still are on the table, regardless of what you know my sources would like to think is going to happen. Jeff, what do you think the Packers are hoping for? That, I think, is a great question. I, I, like, I don't know how you can ultimately, and I think this was the same thing that they reiterated last offseason. I don't know, as much as, there, he, as much as you might just want to rid yourself of this drama, look, at this point you have some sense. If, if you knew that Jordan Love was your franchise quarterback and a championship quarterback, I feel like that, that we would have already gone there. So you kind of know what's that if you don't have Aaron Rodgers, you don't really have maybe a championship caliber quarterback. Uh, and, and he is still one of the best in the league. So I think ultimately they realize that they're a better team with Aaron Rodgers, regardless of the headaches that that might come with. Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL reporter, joins us here on Canty and Carlin. So we know that this is a situation that doesn't just affect the Green Bay Packers. There's other teams that are searching for quarterback in play here, specifically the New York Jets. Like, how do you think this plays out for them? Not necessarily like ultimate decision of whether it's, you know, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr, but the next couple weeks, how do they approach this as we get towards free agency? Well, it kind of does have to come down to that decision. And I guess, and that was sort of the point I was making on Get Up this morning when I was talking about that conversation with Packers Source. It's like, all right, on one hand, um, Diana Ursini was reporting that uh, the visit 
between Derek Carr and the Jets was such that the Jets pitched him on just how confident they are that he can be a championship quarterback. Uh, Derek Carr, I'm talking about. Uh, that he can lead this team to a championship, that he has all the tools and will thrive under this system, and and that they really believe that he is he is a championship-caliber quarterback at 31 years old, the prime of his career is still ahead of him. On the other hand, like Aaron Rodgers is not yet available, and maybe he does become available, but at this point there are so many factors in play, not the least of which is the compensation that you would have to give up to get Rodgers. I fully understand the idea of if you didn't feel like Derek Carr was a guy who could get you a championship waiting on Aaron Rodgers. But if you're saying that to him, unless that is just a BS sales pitch to just try to keep him on the line, and maybe it is, unless you're doing that, you should sign him right now. Like, there's no reason to wait because waiting will do only one thing. It will cost you Derek Carr, and you could potentially see Aaron Rodgers not just staying with the Packers, which obviously pretty good odds on that, but potentially go to a team like the Raiders who have Devontae Adams, who have Mark Davis, who wants to make a splash at the quarterback position, who has Josh McDaniels, who covets Aaron Rodgers' ability and believes he's an elite quarterback. So if you're the Jets and you're waiting around for Aaron Rodgers, you are waiting to fight a battle that you might not even win. How much of this is a learning experience and not trying to make the same mistake twice. Aaron and I were talking about what happened in the 2018 free agent period where, you know, they were offering Kirk Cousins $90 million Mm -hmm. to go there and he ends up signing with the Vikings. Is that some, like, we don't want to make the same mistake twice sort of mentality that they're going in with? Obviously different front office, different coaching staff, but same franchise that missed out on, you know, a franchise quarterback. I mean, I think that to your point, it's a different, different front office, different head coach, which I know it's the same colors, but when these guys go into the new building, they wash away everything that happened before them. There's, I mean, this is not a, a condemnation of, of Joe Douglas or Robert Sala, but there is an arrogance about new coaches and new GMs that says we can do it better and our decision is going to be right. Um, so I, I don't think that will really play into into their thinking here. I think more than anything um, – the idea of overpaying Derek Carr, certainly, you know, committing too much perhaps. But again, there's a lot of people around the league who will tell you that if you find the quarterback you want, if you believe that that is the right guy for your system, then go get him, regardless of the compensation, regardless of the cost. Jeff, what does your crystal ball tell you about how this offseason is going to go for Lamar Jackson? so funny because I think about all the stuff we're talking about, whether it's Lamar, Aaron Rodgers, uh, Daniel Jones, Ryan Tannehill. I mean, we could literally, as mu- like, I love the drama. I love talking about it. We could get a, the, to the end of all of this. Rodgers could wind up still in Green Bay. Lamar could be re-signed with the Ravens. Daniel Jones franchise with the Giants. Tannehill stays in Tennessee. You're like, it, it could literally just go down the list. Derek Carr goes to the Saints, and that's not, you know, that abnormal. So my point in this is that with Lamar Jackson, you know, I think there is going to be a lot of drama in the coming weeks, if not months, if they put the, especially if they put the non-exclusive tag on him. But ultimately, whatever tag they put on him, all the talk that we have about the different tags and what it means, the end goal here is still to get Lamar on a long-term deal. Uh, I think it won't be easy because someone's going to have to cave. The Ravens are either going to have to say, we'll give you the guaranteed money you want, 
or Lamar's going to have to say, okay, let's restructure this on getting every dime that I expect, but maybe over a longer term. But ultimately, um, uh, I think getting to that point will be filled with drama, but still remains a strong possibility. Jeff, we'll get you out of here on this. Because Lamar Jackson posted the cryptic messages on Instagram, you know, mm-hmm. everybody else wants to do that, too. And we saw something <laughs> where Trayvon Diggs posted a picture. That's the Cowboys cornerback of his brother, Stephon Diggs, the current Buffalo Bills wide receiver, in a Cowboys uniform on his Instagram page. So if this is either a use of great Photoshop or if this is a message being sent, is there any mm-hmm. chance the Bills would actually trade Stephon Diggs? That's a, that's a, I didn't even know about that one. Um, uh, so it's really fascinating just because of the way things ended, where we remember that visual of Stefan Diggs getting up and, and Josh Allen's face and pretty upset about it. But like those guys, I mean, for, for all the talk that Stefan Diggs had about how Josh Allen is my brother, I love this guy more than anything, like that'd be a pretty quick uh, turn of events based on some, some, a little bit of struggle at the end of the season. Like, that would feel a little bit, I don't know, cheap to me. Mm-hmm. Um, but we all do know that his brother's team badly needs a wide receiver opposite CeeDee Lamb. The fit couldn't be better. I mean, Stephon Diggs on the Cowboys is a perfect, perfect, perfect fit. Um, but for all the goodwill that it seems like Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs had, for that to just all go away based on – a little bit of hardship at the end of the season, I think that'd be pretty disappointing for a lot of people in Buffalo. So we'll leave that there and put it in our, so you're saying there's a chance box. <laughs> Maybe we can open that box that back up in a couple of weeks. Most certainly. Jeff, Jeff, thanks so much for the time. We appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, guys. That's Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL reporter, joining Courtney Cronin and Aaron Goldhammer here on Canty and Carlin. We're going to dive into what Jeff was saying about Derek Carr, that the Jets shouldn't wait. This shouldn't be a long process for them in getting their next quarterback. That's coming up next here on Canyon and Carlin, ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Canty and Carlin, the podcast. Do not delay. 
Run to the phone, call Derek Carr up, sign him right now. That's what ESPN NFL insider Jeff Darlington just told us right here on Candy and Carlin ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Courtney Cronin, Aaron Goldhammer. We were talking about how the Aaron Rodgers situation in Green Bay, whether he's going to stay, whether he's going to be available for a trade, how that affects the car situation, knowing that he just went on a free agent visit because he's a true free agent, unlike Aaron Rodgers or Lamar Jackson or any of the other names we've been talking about, but how that affects things down the line. And this is what Jeff Darlington, ESPN NFL reporter, had to say about what the Jets should do right now. Aaron Rodgers is not yet available, and maybe he does become available, but at this point, there are so many factors in play, not the least of which is the compensation that you would have to give up to get Rodgers. I fully understand the idea of if you didn't feel like Derek Carr was a guy who could get you a championship waiting on Aaron Rodgers. But if you're saying that to him, unless that is just a BS sales pitch to just try to keep him on the line, and maybe it is, you should sign him right now. Waiting will do only one thing. It will cost you Derek Carr, and you could potentially see Aaron Rodgers not just stay in with the Packers, which obviously – pretty good odds on that, but potentially go to a team like the Raiders, who have Devontae Adams, who have Mark Davis, who wants to make a splash at the quarterback position, who has Josh McDaniels, who covets Aaron Rodgers' ability and believes he's an elite quarterback. So if you're the Jets and you're waiting around for Aaron Rodgers, you are waiting to fight a battle that you might not even win. Waiting may also cost you a lot of money, Aaron. Like thinking about, you know, if Derek Carr wants to take this thing long and slow and go through and meet with multiple teams, that's going to be multiple offers potentially for him and drive up the Jets' price. Whereas if you say right now, we're signing you today, we love you, we cannot afford to do this season without you, Uh might you get him on a discount? I don't – look, I think that Derek Carr wants to create a bidding war for Derek Carr. I mean, if I was Derek Carr's agent, certainly that's the way I would handle the negotiation. And based on what his brother said – yesterday about it being a slow pronounced process like i don't think the jets can just go sign Derek. i mean i don't know if they offered him 50 million a year he'd probably have to say yes to that um i think it's in everybody's best interest right now to wait courtney how big of a difference do you think there is right now how big of a gap between rogers and Carr? is it the grand canyon is it uh a little bit of a trench you know like how how big of a difference I live next to the Chicago River, and I'm looking outside my window right now. I want to say from one end of the river, like, you know, width-wise, it's probably a football field, maybe a little bit more than that. Uh I'll say it's a 200-yard gap. Okay. So two football fields. So... And that's, you know, in in terms of it, that's not the Grand Canyon. That's not two states away. Yeah. It's realistic because Aaron Rodgers didn't have his best season last year. He didn't look he did that not. great he, towards he the did end. Not. He did and not. Derek Carr towards the end looked better than he did at the beginning of the season when they were losing a lot of games. Right. In a new offense with a lot of new pieces, blah, 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 right? So what I'm wondering, I guess, is if you feel like the gap between Derek Carr and Jacoby Brissett isn't that wide. Like, I'm, I'm just taking like sure. a... a a quarterback that I think could be available if the Jets Baker are Mayfield. left holding the bag. Right, exactly. If you don't think that's that big of a gap, but you do think there's a wide gap between Carr and Rodgers, then it makes sense to wait. But if you think the gap between Carr and Rodgers is smaller than between Carr and the rest of the class, I mean, it, 
in a way, it's not about what you think about Derek Carr. It's about what you think about him in comparison to your other realistic options. Because I have to think for the Jets, the one thing they won't do, they're not going to come back with Zach Wilson as their quarterback next year. Or Mike White. Right. So I think they know they have to at least bring in a new quarterback who's a veteran guy. So it's a matter of trying to identify the right one that's the right level of fit for them. Um, Do I think that it was the greatest visit of all time with Derek Carr? Like, no. After these visits happen, everybody always says they went well. When was the last time? Unless somebody comes in there and, like, it's just a complete jerk. I don't think anybody's going to say, man, that was a terrible visit. Or, yeah. wow, I mean, things I, really I went covered, left when he got in the building. I covered LeBron's free agent visits in 2010, the decision. Oh, my God. When you talk to people afterwards, every one of those visits was like the greatest visit that LeBron had ever had. They all felt like they did well, and they had the inside track on him. I mean, we come to find out later that the Knicks embarrassed themselves and the Cavs showed some weird family guy video. But the 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 spin is always that it went great. Um, I just don't think that Derek Carr is really going to make a decision until closer to that March 15th start of the league year. But I think he'll make one before that because at that point, he's competing against the other quarterback options on the market. Which is Geno Smith, Daniel Jones, potentially, Jacoby Brissett, Jimmy Garoppolo. And, you know, I mean, there's other ones like Baker, like that second tier, the the Baker Mayfield, Andy Dalton's name is in there. He actually has more leverage here because of where he falls among the lot of quarterbacks that are available currently available may become available that's a different class because we were talking about uh, Aaron Rodgers and Lamar Jackson potentially but the ones that are currently available he's at the top of the list he does himself no service by signing right now in spite of whether the Jets are trying to get him locked down and they really believe he can be a future Hall of Famer all the conjecture that's out there but he is wisest to stay put and stay waiting for right now. Straight ahead, Diana Rossini will tell you exactly what that pitch was from the Jets to Carr. This is ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Canty and Carlin podcast. You can listen to the show live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Plus, you can listen on the ESPN app. Canty and Carlin, the podcast.